0: the King's Podcasts. Hi, everybody. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And we are the hosts of Boys Watching Buffy, a podcast where we go through every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time and give our review and reactions. So come join two men who call themselves boys experiencing Sunnydale and the Buffyverse for the very first time. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you can find podcasts.
2: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch Sex and the City for the first time ever. Mostly, I'm Corey Cavan.
1: I am Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And guess what? And,
2: uh, hey, we're we're back in watch mode. I just dropped my phone. I don't know if you heard that. It was very loud. Definitely heard it.
0: <laughs> we're, we're
2: definitely back in we're definitely back in watch mode because you know we're doing it like we always did it. We're flying by the seat of our pants. We're dropping stuff.
1: And uh, it feels good to be back is what I'm saying.
2: Feels
1: feels, great to be back. It feels great to know that we're not we don't have to sit and talk to each other for an hour right now that we only have to do 15 minutes and then we can go to our corners and spend time with the ladies. Okay, that's right. I mean, I love hanging with you guys, but whenever I'm whenever we pod without going away to spend time with other people, I'm like, it feels like someone's missing. 100%.
2: yeah, you know, your, and I feel like I feel
1: like recently we we had
2: it felt like someone exited out of our lives recently.
0: Yeah, it did. I mean, that that was like, I mean, I'm sure the listeners can relate because we've we've everyone's told us how comforting the the women of Sex and the City are to them, yeah. and uh, yeah. and and how impactful it's been. But this has been three years of us, two years of us watching an episode of Sex and the City every single week and then just like that gone it was missing them
1: finishing the series was what it was like the first week of coronavirus lockdown for the world it was just like (laughs) this this (laughs) this rhythm that i had is interrupted i never thought that i would be faced with this you know like it affected court we we all three we we lost our livelihoods in a way are really did. if if our social currency was not having seen sex in the city once right. we finished the series we lost
2: a part of that right that's true that's 100 true we lost who we were but well, how we're back and how and, yeah, exactly and how and, and how, how are we
1: back kevin
2: how, how are we back how are we getting that back today
1: well i am here to show you what we have if you're listening, I am holding a Blu ray disc of Sex in the City, the movie, The Extended Cut, featuring the four ladies. Ooh. On the back is a review that says sensational, beautiful, and better than ever. And I got that DVD as well as Sex in the City 2, which on the back has a review that says horrific dog shit, but I don't know why you'd <laughs> put that on the DVD. No. Um, Who I got those. That? I got wow, those. That's weird. That at, came from the studio? <laughs> from the studio. Universal's like, this is the best review that we have. We got to put something on there. Wow. Um, okay. We got to be truthful. But uh, I got those. It's weird DVD- that Cynthia Nixon
0: said that about her own movie. But whatever. <laughs> very, just, very, very we, we
1: have to use it. All right. Um, I got those DVDs at a used bookstore. That happened. So I have both of those that I got for $5 a piece. And, uh, and that's why we're back. We're going to watch one of them today.
0: Yep. Um, let's talk about some of the specs in the movie because I don't, I don't. Uh, so first of all, first time ever, mostly one of us in this chat has seen the movie. That's right. I, I'll give you a, give you listeners a quick three second guess to see who it is. Put in your guesses.
2: The answer is Cor Corey. Kevin. Corey, you've seen that's the right. movie. I saw the movie in the theater, I believe. Whoa. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater. Did with, you see it with a uh, girlfriend or something? I did. I saw it with a... Because I saw 27 Dresses in the theater too. And I think I saw both of those in the theater with her. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater with a girlfriend. And um, I remember it being... If I'm remembering this right, I remember it being like, I've never seen the show before. And she was like, it's fine. It's kind of like, it's like, oh, I've never read Harry Potter. And it's like, you can go in and watch the fourth movie and still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It was like that kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure that's when I saw it. And I do definitely remember some very key things that I will not talk about now. But I'm also sure that I have forgotten so many other things that I'm going to be like, oh, I don't even remember that happened at all. So, yeah, but I okay. have seen it. I am the. I mean, that's that's part of the big mostly of our entire podcast is like I saw the movie.
0: Dude, can I just I read, read you mostly. some? Can I read you some of these awards that it got nominated for? Please Did it get nominated for Razzies? It got nominated for the uh, AARP Movies for Grown Up Award.
2: <laughs> <laughs> movies for Grown Ups. <laughs>
0: And oh that was uh, Kim Contral, Best Supporting Actors. It says right here it got nominated for a BET Award. Uh, how does that happen? Because
1: <laughs> because <laughs> well, they put Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson in it. Jennifer oh, Hudson. Okay, in it. great. Wh- That's awesome. Dude, Jennifer Hudson was my absolute favorite on American Idol.
0: Dude, it got a uh, she- it got um it got, um, it got yo- nominated for the Yoga Award.
1: What um, is that? Yoga
2: Award That's for the dumb.
0: W- for the worst foreign film? Is that and at then, the Razzies and then it got nominated for Teen Choice Award so it really like it, this is really appealing to a lot of people when you're going when you're getting nominations from the Teen Choice Award and the aARP movie Award for grown dude
1: that is that is pretty impressive wait can you find out how much money it made I think it made 500, 500 mil worldwide oh, look. that's a lot oh look which Hold is on. a bonkers amount I mean, of money this for- movie essentially was
0: like a precursor to the marvel cinematic universe they have all these characters they have these tv shows these these you know these women uh superheroes and then they made
2: this is like the first marvel movie right yeah okay so here we bring go. them all together in the big yeah. screen it's a uh, budget 65 million dollars box office Four hundred eighteen million, jeez, and four hundred eighteen million uh, and
0: five dollars because of the DVD that Kevin bought from the right, used bookstore. Right. Yeah,
2: that too. The film was a commercial success, opening in over three thousand theaters. It made twenty almost twenty seven million in the on the first day. The three day opening weekend total was fifty seven million, or seventeen thousand dollars per theater in three days. I mean that's, that's huge crazy.
1: for that's huge for an R rated movie, right? This is R rated.
2: It, it's funny that you were saying that because the next sentence on this Wikipedia page is the film recorded the biggest opening ever for an R rated comedy or a romantic comedy. Boom! Jeez,
0: that's great. That so, and
2: all and also and also for a film starring all women, that too. Wow! All
0: right, you guys, have found a bit of a problem. So we're we're gonna be watching a, a little bit of logistical work here. We're gonna be watching the. No- Corey and I are going to be watching the normal movie. Kevin, you're going to be watching the extended cut, which looks like it's six minutes longer. Are we gonna? How are we gonna navigate that? Because I
1: how. don't, I don't have a DVD player, so <laughs> I will not be watching this.
2: I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how I knew the answer to that question when I, when I saw Kevin earlier today. The last thing he said to me was. I'm going to go order a Blu-ray player off Amazon right now. And I was like, but we're recording
1: in an hour. (laughs) Do
2: you you think it'll...
1: I mean, I know their delivery is fast, but I don't know if it's 15 minutes fast, bro. I don't know Um, if that's what Prime means. Okay, so this is
0: uh, 145 minutes. um, And so we're going to do it uh, a little bit different than a normal movie club. We really want to savor the flavor of this movie. We really want... uh, Corey, how are you going to
1: do
2: it? We're going to do this one. I'm going to do things a little different
1: Corey Corey has a really really great text that he <laughs> posts thing that he does when he says he, he said it I think when, when it was about my comedy special I think it's it? about your comedy special yeah. yeah and Corey just said what squints squints eyes no, tilts head. It was,
2: it was yeah it was uh, I think it was my Instagram thing for and it was like Kevin Doyle just put out a comedy special that is parenthesis tilts head a little different <laughs>
1: Uh, so today we're going to do the podcast. Maybe it was
2: squint, Squint's eyes, tilted. Tilt head.
1: A, little a little different. different. <laughs> okay, sorry, John.
0: <laughs> no, we are we are we are going to do a little different.
1: So we, we um
0: we were thinking about breaking this up week to week and doing like three separate weeks where we're watching it. And we were we were issued a firm um do not do that from one, uh, Kristen Davis. Yep. So <clears> we we need to respect her wishes. And we need to watch it in one sitting. That being said, we want to make sure we're giving it the, a, a fair shake. And uh, other movies that we've done where we like just watched and then done an hour-long pod, I feel like we missed a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you listen to this podcast, you know we love talking about things um, uh, ad nauseum. So we mm-hmm. are going to watch it in one night. But we are going to record three podcasts in one night, so we're going to be watching and podding for a very long time tonight. Uh, and so we're going to do fifty minutes pod, do fifty minutes pod, do fifty minutes, and hopefully that will catch the traditional three act break that occurs in movies like this. Um, this is
2: like this is like an extended. Sort of like an extended version of, like, you know, when they're like, we're showing all three Lord of the Rings at a theater, come on a Saturday and watch all three Lord of the Rings. This is like, we are doing that, and we're and and in between movies, we're going out being like, crazy first one, I can't wait to see what Two Towers is. But we're just doing that with one movie and break it in the middle to talk about it and then going back to look
1: at it. Yeah, and it's
2: like it's like we're it's like we're walking out to the bathroom to be like that first act was crazy. Let's talk about what happened. So
1: and I would say anything. in in our defense of um, like if Kristen Davis had a problem with that, which mm-hmm. I don't think she would. I think in our defense, she's she's a follower of our Instagram, but we know that she is not necessarily a listener of our podcast. Right. because cuz if she if she was a listener <laughs> of the podcast she would not be a follower of her instagram cuz she'd she, be repulsed she, by you she'd be repulsed she would never <laughs> want to have anything to do with us cuz she would be like okay it's it's too much kevin it's like it's it's i'm 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 a human be- i'm i'm not charlotte and you cannot just put out into the world all over itunes how much you want to have sex with me that's not appropriate <laughs> I'm not going to say you're crossing
2: lines, but you're definitely walking right up to them and, and, and uh, you're pointing them out.
1: Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. But having said that, if you do listen to the podcast, um, my number is three, three, (laughs) zero two, six, five. I'm just kidding. I can DM her on Instagram. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice save. I think, I think I, I, I do think, though, what you're saying, John, is absolutely correct. We're like, if you're a listener of the podcast, you know that since the beginning, since we started this, we t- we like to take a hard left. We like to yeah. bring in some of the characters of the Bradshaw Boys universe, which is Ankh, which is Cajun Feminist, which is yeah. talking about Turtle, Turtle Talk, Steve Talk. And w- and in order to do that well, we we are not necessarily going to watch the film the way a purist, yes. like David Lynch or someone would say, get... David Lynch would say you need to get the room as dark as possible and you need to get the biggest screen and then shut out all distractions because going to the movies is a magical experience. We're not going to do that.
1: No. Well, okay. This is a great, and that, I, and he's
2: right. He is absolutely right. He would be very mad that the first time I watched blue velvet was on a cell phone on an airplane. He would hate that.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I, this is a great question though, that we can have this discussion before we sit down to watch it. Okay. Um, would be like what is the difference? Uh, and I, I mean, this like philosophically or story t- storytelling wise. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to be alive? No, I'm kidding. What does it mean? <laughs> like, what is the difference between a movie and a TV show? Because mm. they're taking. I mean, how many times was it done before this? It it wasn't a normal thing to do. Mash was TV was movie two TV show. I know Entourage did a, a made, did a, did a movie, but it was like not a smash hit and it was really dumb and I watched it. But like, what is the difference between what you're trying to accomplish with a TV show and what you're trying to accomplish with a movie? And then yeah. we'll get into the character version of that, of how do you, what's the idea right. that you have to have? I know this is going to be based I, around a wedding. Cause I've just known that, but that yeah. seems like right there seems like a difference between a movie and a TV show. It's like, it's Carrie Biggs' wedding. I will, That's what this is going to get him to the theater. I will read you a thing that someone um sent
2: to our... I'll read you this that someone sent to our Twitter, and I don't want to color either one of your experiences of what you're about to watch, but I think you'll be fine with this. But this mm-hmm. person says, um, I have some very unapu- This is at uh, Katrina A. Brandt, and she says, I've got some very unpopular opinions on the movies. The first was bad because it was 100% drama and didn't fit the tone of the series. Um, mm. and someone who has seen it, this is Corey speaking, I, I don't agree with that, but you know, she said it's very unpopular. And then she said the second one is at least somewhat fit the tone of the series, but it was awful and offensive in so many ways. But then the thing that she says that I think is very interesting that probably changes the show versus this, she says both are just h- like high budget fanfic. Mm. So what's interesting is like, you you finish a groundbreaking television show like this and you know in the sixth season people are like, are we going to do a movie? Mm-hmm. And then I wonder if it's like a year afterward, Michael Patrick King and Darren Star, whoever's like kicking this idea around and someone's like, let's do the movie. How do we encapsulate this? And I think the term high budget fanfic is like pretty, it's like, okay, we're going to do the movie, especially the first one. You're like, we got to have this we got to have this we got to elevate the big carry story we got to do yeah. that so it's like you got to pull in all these elements that you can't just pull in in a four character arc 30 minute episode you
1: know yeah yeah i mean it seems like when we think about when you think about the stakes of what what they were trying to do it's like when you go out the way they did and it was interesting actually after we did the last episode it was interesting there was a lot of people that did not like the final two episodes that after watching it and then posting about it, I feel like people that we follow are pretty smart at like not ruining things for us yeah. because a lot of people came out. They're like, I did not like it. It carry wasn't in New York. The people weren't together. It was too dramatic. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I never heard that along the way. I always heard it was perfect. And I thought it yeah. was perfect to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it, it is interesting to then, um, yeah, to, to, land a plane like that and then to it's easier to walk out on top um and instead what they chose to do is like pick up this mantle and attempt something that was really difficult sounds like monetarily and at least relatively critics wise and fans wise they accomplished it um and then they just came back and they're like let's try it again and then whiffed it but but it's it just seems and now they're probably going to try it again but for something with such high expectations it does seem like if it were me, I'm like, do we try this or do we just go out on top? Do yeah. like we did the un we did the undoable already. Do we try it again? And yeah, a lot of people of course. a lot of people don't. But it's so cheers to them for attempting it, I would say. I would yeah. say so.
2: Maybe some people will feel that way about this podcast. They'll be like, you know what? The guys did a three episode one. It was like high budget Bradshaw boys fanfic, to be honest. Yeah,
1: it was high budget. They tried to bring back in all these characters. Corey dropped uh, his cell phone at the beginning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not even 30 seconds in. It was like this. This this problem. I will say this is our biggest budget podcast and that is because the last time we recorded yes. I destroyed my laptop because I <laughs> dropped because <laughs> people don't like me drinking water on this podcast and I spilled 48 ounces of water all over my laptop and it and it died and so this is a brand new computer that I'm recording on so this technically is our Hollywood big budget time.
2: Yeah, he brought a he bought a brand new one today.
1: We, hopefully, it, it, just
2: hopefully
0: like, it uh, you know yields ten times the amount of uh, return that the <sighs> Sex and the City movie did too. That'd be nice. I hope
2: th- I hope this podcast makes seventeen thousand dollars per listener. The same way the movie did per theater. Yeah, they could this they could so potentially go to
0: our Patreon and and you know give half of an average American salary to us just for listening to this
1: episode? Maybe <laughs> worth it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, go to our Patreon and do that yeah. right now. Go get um, you some extra episodes and give us seventeen thousand dollars,
1: or or go, go to our Patreon and give us give us five dollars and give us five
2: and get some great episodes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. And let oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go gosh, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Kev, Kevin and I. Kevin and I actually though when he went to pick up his computer, the three of us. We, we are blocking off like most of a Saturday to do this. Yeah. And we're very excited about it. Kevin and I went to the wine store and each got um, a wine that we thought would be a fun one to do to drink this with. John is hanging out with Katie and they're watching it. Like, I'm really excited It's going to be go on this journey with the two of you and everything that you listeners will hear for this week and the next two is going to be all
1: movie stuff. So this is going to yeah. be really fun. And it's going to be our magical Saturday night. You boys ready? Can't wait.
0: Buckle up. Let's watch the first uh, 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. See you guys soon. Here we go.
2: After years of living in the city, I assumed that if my friends and I ever got our fairy tale endings, that would be the end of the story. Hello.
0: Welcome home, baby.
2: I always knew she'd marry big. You thought that after the second breakup? Yep. After the 15th? Uh huh. We broke up a lot. But real life?
0: 200 people? But don't you me? Want I want it? you. That's what I want.
2: Always has a twist. And we're back!
0: Welcome back! Holy cow! Oh, hey, so that, hey was, that was wait, wait. that
1: was. Hey, hold on, hey, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go refill the popcorn. I gotta use the bathroom, and I'm gonna go refill the popcorn real quick. Right. Can you get some sour patch kids? Yeah, and oh,
0: I want I want milk duds. I want a okay. milk duds. I'll take hey, get the, a,
2: get a get a snow caps too. No one's ever gotten snow caps, but get them. Also, hey, if you could th- order me a seven dollar Dasani
1: water. That would be really great. <laughs> I hey. I brought um I I went and I asked the popcorn person if I could have some water and they gave me a Dixie cup with one ice cube. Oh nice. (laughs) So that's that's if you if you get twelve of those, then you don't have to buy the water. That's a little life hack that I figured out. That's great. I I know the projectionist, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna see if you'll (laughs) stop it.
0: Kevin, I feel like you like worked in a movie theater when you were um like in high school
1: um i didn't but i'm a big film buff and there i kind of get that
0: vibe from yourself
1: though <laughs> what did i look i would look good in a in a uh a bright purple vest that says cinemark on it is that why yeah i think <laughs> i just did totally i could just see, see, see like i could see you being the guy at the concession
0: stands that's like hey what movie are you seeing oh uh it's great i saw it last week it's really it's a really great it's just like talkative knows I, ha- I haven't, knows lot I haven't seen that
1: yet but i heard it's really good i'm gonna try yeah. and see it tomorrow a couple
0: uh, of us are I staying could just, up I could after see, later and we're 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 gonna watch it later it's gonna be great
2: i could see you tearing tickets and like someone comes to pt anderson movie and you just like tear the ticket and without saying anything you're just like you see magnolia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> second theater on the left i i, I mean honestly i uh uh
0: it's so good.
2: Except it's, it's really good. Kevin would
0: never know which theater it's on. He would uh <laughs> yeah. they'd, be like, they'd be like, "Where's the theater?" and he'd like have to like turn around and
1: look and be like, "Um, is that say 8? Uh theater 8." And and when I got fired, they would be like I was like, "I I thought just bringing it with my personality was enough." And they're like, "No, you you didn't do the three. You came in late." You stole candy every day and it's on the camera and you never knew what you were doing. I'm like, but I, but I like movies, but I made made jokes and
0: I laughed really loud.
1: (laughs) I also feel like you in a,
2: in a, in a way to legitimately connect with people, I feel like you would spoil the movies to people as you were tearing (laughs) their ticket. I feel like you'd be like, I'm not, listen, no, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm just saying You'll when for, he, when he, he for, dies it's crazy, it's crazy. And, and, and remember this part and Listen, be like steve cheats, dies, but what?
1: they get through it and they're like what i'm like it's not a spoiler it's 50 minutes in it's not it's not it's not the main part of the movie it's it's the beginning of the movie no no don't you don't need to be upset that's <laughs> funny um
0: all
1: right let's so, here where we are. are we we're, we're we are
0: we stopped at 39 minutes and 18 seconds yes. um The last thing that we saw, so they are heading to the rehearsal dinner. The last scene that we saw was big and Carrie and big was like, this is my third divorce. Do you ever think how that looks? This is becoming a circus, the dress, the 200 people, the library. We could have just gone down to the courthouse. Um, And Katie like nudged me and she's like, this is actually a really good place to stop. Uh, Uh, Prior to that, like another big first act thing.
1: Steve Steve having an affair damn (laughs) I I mean here's the thing Uh, well let's do I mean there's that and then what's the other the uh, the other storylines so far are the other storylines are
0: Samantha's not getting um the the Jared jive as much as she really wants
2: also it kind of swept under the rug but she lives in LA now she lives in LA in LA.
0: Yeah. She's she's like Smith's she's still doing PR, but she's got she's like doing great Smith paintings and, and, and like Yeah. Art. Pretty successful. Dude, how much would I kill for like a life size us weekly copy of the Smith Jarrett magazine right now? <laughs> That'd be so uh, yeah. sick.
1: That'd be amazing.
0: Uh and there's not like a ton of storyline with some uh charlotte, charlotte. yeah
1: charlotte's kind of excited for carrie kind of getting to live through her her dreams mm-hmm. through carrie kind of mm-hmm. and then and then of course she has the the kid she has yeah. the
2: kid who unfortunately the they, we like we learned the sad thing about the kid it's 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 mute it can't talk
1: it it is mute. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, a are, mute kid i can't
0: tell if you're making a joke is she is she mute no she can talk because are you making a joke?
1: They're just show there's has the kid ne-
2: ta- has has her has her daughter talked in the movie yet? No, MPK
1: no, sh- and the crew are so bad, they're so <laughs> unused to writing for kids. That this is the same with Breaking Bad. Like all the characters were developed and then they're like, oh, there's that fucking kid. Like we don't know what's a baby. Do. Yeah. But Brady said I had to go to the bathroom.
2: Yeah. That's that's the best they could do in the writer's room. Because it was always like, it's like well, it has... It Listen, the stories have to happen to you. And all the writers are like, <laughs> I don't remember what it was like to be a child. I've just been living in New York, partying and having sex with people. I you don't know, know how to write a like,
1: kid. They are like, okay, I just want to spitball. Like, when I was a kid, I would have to go to the bathroom. I'd pee my pants a Use it. Do it.
2: Use it. Put that in
1: there. Okay. We when I was a kid, on. I
2: colored. You put yeah. it
1: in. Use it. That's good. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, I do... I mean, I think they'll get more into those... Like, these... They have the two big storylines that they set up with. We still have a long journey to go with. Well, I, the rest. I of think
2: it. I will say this as someone who's seen the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but you find out that Steve, the, the Harry and Charlotte thing is that
1: Steve had sex with Harry. Uh, dude, <laughs> That's Charlotte's storyline. That'd be, that'd story be fucking awesome. And then that'd everyone's s- like, well, how could you not? <laughs> dude, that'd be uh, so awesome. He's like, I, I went to him for some legal advice and then I just said, I said, I don't know. I think they're going to take the bar. And he, he said he just he
0: brought out a bagel. I love bagels.
1: It I was I love just... bagels. And then uh, he we did this funny joke. It was a total joke, but we did this joke where we put our <laughs> penis in the bagel and we were just joking like it was a total Miranda. It wasn't even a thing. It wasn't it was, it was a joke. It was just a
0: quick dick in the hole. It Listen, was like you're a
2: lawyer. You're a lawyer. He did this thing. He was like, I'm gonna do something called the us defense. And I was like, What's the us defense? <laughs> And he then, turned around, he pulled down his pants and he said, It's the Tukus defense. And, and it's been so long, Randy. It's been so long. I was like, He's got a nice tookus. I just learned what that is. That's Jewish for butt. Okay. Dude,
0: you, you, you
2: <laughs> that also, no,
0: Brady's got to say that. Brady's got to be eating spaghetti and go, That's Jewish for butt. That's Jewish for butt. Brady, it's
2: Yiddish, not Jewish.
1: Okay. I, okay. I have three fundamental questions.
0: Okay. A, dude, that was, that was not coffee froth on Steve's mouth. That was
2: the <laughs> <laughs> It's just
0: that Harry's. Was poppy Harry's- juice. That was poppy I juice.
2: Think that's I think that moment right there is the hardest I've ever laughed in Brad Showboy's history.
1: <laughs> do you know it'd be <laughs> awesome too? It'd be awesome if if they were they were like taking it, they had to oh. like fight for the R rating in MPAA. And so the way that they had to do it is they cut out the scene that we just said. it's the first
0: extended scene it's the
1: first it's guaranteed the first extended scene it's just
0: steve just plowing
1: harry (laughs) and just and then just like they're just like you cannot have harry goldenblatt's semen all over his face or this will be an nc-17 movie and so they cut that scene out and now it's oh my god, and that that just means that he has like a he has a coffee (laughs) cup full of it at all times
0: I still love you, Miranda, and I'm still into this. I just oh. have to carry a coffee cup full of Harry's jizz everywhere I go. That's why. What? That's He's it.
1: my lawyer. What oh. does that have to do with it? I because we have client. We have okay, okay. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that when we do the extended scene. But you guys know that you guys know. But um, okay, here's here's the, I think three fundamental questions I think we can talk about. A stresses of weddings, which is one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh B cheating and and C uh also known as three, uh is um is Watching what's a healthy amount of sex. sex. Mm-hmm. How how often because we talked about that recently yeah. before that being and and it it just seems like it makes so much sense mm-hmm. that they made this movie. Now she said in the beginning this isn't like what it's like to fall in love. It's once you are in love and right. that is such that's exactly what we were talking about.
2: So before we get there, in, okay. in classic B showboy style, since we're splitting this up into three things, John, can you just give us a flyover of what we've seen so far, in case anyone hasn't watched the movie in a long yeah. time? So, we just watched the first forty-five minutes. So no, the first forty minutes,
0: the first five minutes is like a high-level summary of the stories that happened in everyone's life. Uh, it, it was actually really cool, well done. How it was like a, it, was. it was like from Carrie's book, and you see. Like, um, uh, Charlotte's story, Miranda's story, Samantha's story, and then ends with Carrie's story and her and Big are looking at an apartment. Uh, they find an apartment they love, Big decides to buy it. Uh, but then Carrie goes to an auction to buy something for Samantha and get kind of gets spooked out in the bathroom at this idea of. 10 years on the road, what happens if their relationship doesn't work out? And from that Carrie, woman
2: who's like the the ghost of relationship future, basically, yeah. that one woman who just tells that story. Yeah.
0: Um. And so Carrie gets a little <clears throat> spooked out, confronts big. And is like, I think I want to like, she says she wants to sell her place and use the money to help build. Or does she say she wants to keep her place? I don't remember.
2: She says she wants to sell it to and big is like, why? Yeah. And she's like, I want to, I don't know if she says for us, but yeah, she basically wants to like help build towards help their build place, place. Than together. Just yeah. have
0: big, and then big's like, let's just get married. And she's like, what? And he, and they basically like, um, decide that they're going to get married. Uh, meanwhile, um, Miranda and Steve are <clears throat> in Brooklyn and they haven't been having sex as frequently as Steve would like. They are finally it's been having six se- months. Six months. They're finally having some sex after like a really good Italian meal.
2: Where was that? I don't know. I I, I almost thought it was like a midtown place or something. Like that. I couldn't tell. The vibe like
0: it, looked really good. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of this place in Park Slope called Bellagoya. I'm not sure if you've ever been there. Fantastic uh, place. Fantastic place. Shout out. Never to been to
1: Bellagoya. Bellagoya's meat and cheese plate is the most underpriced thing ever.
0: It's it is it should not exist in New York. It's like three these delicious three meats. meats
1: Three, three cheeses, cheeses for what? Twenty eight dollars?
0: I think it's like I think it's like what? eighteen bucks, and it's
1: what heaping. Is this place, yeah. It's uh, a-
0: Union Street and Fourth Ave. It's insane. Oh, very good.
2: Is it on the? <laughs> no one outside New York cares. But I'm, they have their own olive oil. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I just think I've walked by that place before. Okay, it's very good. It's amazing. very
0: unassuming. Uh, very good. Um, That's incredible. So, the, yeah, they, they have this nice uh, Italian meal. They come home. They're having sex. And Steve like wants to change positions, wants Miranda on top. And she says, can we just get it over with? And so Steve kind of gets hurt by that. They do a little chat and chew about it. They discuss how often they're having sex. Paralleling that, Samantha is in Hollywood with Smith. Uh, and <laughs> Smith uh, has to go to bed to get beauty rest. But before and- he
2: does, he reveals
0: that he's he bought um samantha this beautiful ring that she was after and then samantha turns into a little peeping tom her neighbors oh, yeah. are having sex and samantha uh becomes a little bit of a meat gazer um and uh <laughs> <laughs> you know samantha's a meat gazer
2: i do want to point out the it's fact just, that you've used, are, you've used the term meat gazer like as long as you've known you but i don't think it's ever made it into the podcast
1: before yeah John just has, John, uh, you are, you do have like a great vernacular of words that are just like ready. Like amazing. You're just like, (sighs) like I I would have had to think for five minutes of what that is, but that's totally, that's the perfect word. She's a meat gazer.
0: She's definitely a meat gazer. Um, and so, (laughs) yeah, so she's, she's also not having sex as much as she wants with, um, uh, Smith. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Carrie's wedding, that was a small, unassuming 75 person wedding with like. A really bland boring wedding dress is now she's now wearing designer fashion because of a vogue shoot and 200 people at the new york library and big is like what's going on this has become a circus and so yeah. that that's i think is a flyover did i miss anything yeah
1: no no <clears throat> For- hey all you true crime fans this is mike ferguson and this is mike morphe You buy a ticket, you sit down, and then you're like, "Okay, let's see what this thing is." It, it's such a good job of of like the fan service of just being like, "Ah, oh. they do the song," but then mm-hmm. it's like, then but they then get, they let, ra- then they let Fergie come in and lay down some tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they let Fergie come in. They do like they have those crane shots of New York. That's like, hey, we, this is Hollywood. This is not this is not just HBO anymore. Yeah, but then, um to kind of it kind of reminded me of the first episode of the first of the whole series when it was like only she's on the other side now yeah and it was just like here's like these young people looking at me and like i don't know it was was kind of just so
0: it's so like we've all lived through new york Mm -hmm. in our 20s and now we're moving into our 30s or later and it's like Mm -hmm. there is that like other side to new york where you are you'll be walking around granted i haven't walked in manhattan in 10 months which is crazy but where you see the 10 year younger version of yourself and you're like i know what you're all about
1: you have 80
0: dollars in your bank account and you're gonna go get blackout drunk with your friends tonight like i i did that you're Mm -hmm. me 10 years ago yeah so like that they did nail that aspect of it
1: Yeah. And, and that, that is such a real part of, of the city. It's a real part of life, but I think it is an even very much more like distilled version in New York when like you come here for specific reasons. She's like, I want to be a writer. And it's like, all right, now you're a writer at Vogue. And you see like these young fashionable girls that are like, I hope I can shop at Bloomingdale's one day. Mm -hmm. And so it's cool it's cool to get to watch that from carrie bradshaw's perspective as well as your own if you lived here
2: totally yeah Um, and i also think that as someone who saw the movie without seeing the series they did a really good job about like if you never saw it that like create that's like does the double work of being mm -hmm. like remember the show that you all loved and also for like the boyfriend that's there who's never seen it. He's like, okay, I've heard this, but now mm. I kind of get it. I understand you wrapped everything up in two minutes.
1: Yeah. It's also exactly. funny, too, that they they have to comb mm. through 86 <laughs> episodes of stuff uh, to be like, here's the highlights. And of the highlights of the entire series, she's just like, funky tasting spunk. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> they're just like that time that Dude, that could, cum tasted could, weird. It's like imagine, one of the highlights. Could you
0: imagine if they let us write that two minute recap? <laughs> it's kevin he's like all right all right all right all right so uh there there's pork pie uh he's okay. a jazz player but then uh carrie <laughs> wants to get, get pissed on by the comptroller uh and and that
2: and, and then schmoo comes in Shmoo in comes, comes in and then have, and then like you end samantha's thing with a guy saying jonesy i'm getting hard
0: <laughs> oh man it's just like and charlotte and it's just photos of Harry with cream cheese on his face over and over again. <laughs> and,
2: and then, then we want to like, do a Drake sound alike here because he's the cream cheese poppy.
1: And then they're basically and then it's like, so I think you're all caught up. And then people are like, what the fuck? Like, what's what, what are we watching?
0: I gotta have sex sex, 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 tonight. <laughs> and it
2: all comes back around to Capote Duncan.
1: Dude, if it was Fergie featuring Jeff Nordling playing Capote Duncan, <laughs> just being like boots <laughs> New Sucks York is a tonight. crazy place, and everyone wants to have sex tonight. <laughs> All right. All
0: dude, right. If, so, if Fergie and Jeff Nordling laid down a track together. That would dude, be would so that. sick.
1: Oh man, let's see if we can get Fergie on. Um. Okay. So the 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 only misstep that I'll say that I saw in this intro is you can definitely tell they're laying the groundwork for being like. You liked the show. Well, this is bigger and better. And that was mm-hmm. all represented in the biggest fucking flower I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was so ridiculous. It was to the point where, is that, it looked comical. It oh, yeah. looked, it looked like a giant flower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looked like when Norm MacDonald played Burt Reynolds on Jeopardy <laughs> and put on the cowboy hat. It was like, I'm, I'm Turt Ferguson. And it was just like, why? Like, it's funny. It's funny because it's, it's a big, big hat. It's fashionable. <laughs> it was, it's a flower because it's bigger than a normal size flower. Because on the show, I had a flower. But this is bigger than a normal size flower. Oh man! Um, so
0: could you could you imagine the comedic version of that flower though? Do you know that oh like uh, what's that Key and Peele skit where they're like wearing hats? Have you seen that one? No. Oh, dude! Yes.
2: And they keep yeah, they just keep it's like it's like got, and, got, and got, 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 got a guy with
0: a hat with the, the sticker on it. And then he's like, cool hat and oh, the next in, day, the, in guy, the plastic and everything. The next day, the guy's got the hat with the plastic. The next day, it's literally a person on his head sewing a hat. It's oh like, my gosh, what would be the comic version of that flower? It would just be like her. And I don't
1: know. It, it, I mean, it, close to what it was in my book. Yeah, I mean, how it was do you like, get bigger than that? Uh, like that was as big as it could be with with passing for fashion. I'm, I know we don't normally get the fashion, but this is the size things would need to be for us to understand fashion. It needs to be that big and that flashy for us to even recognize that, we that only Patricia pick up Field scent was involved like, in the
0: show. Yeah, we <laughs> only pick up the scent when it's ridiculous and oh, like comedic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah totally. I will say, and I made this comment to Katie when we were watching it, I think are everyone in the show, like Physically looks incredible. I think this mm-hmm. is like the best everyone has ever looked,
2: including Mr. Big. Like yeah, like, when he's when he's lying in bed and there's like silk pajamas with his shirt open, I was like, dude, he's no sense in shape. He looks great. Yeah, Man, he never, never looks thinner in the face during the whole time. Exactly,
0: and he's got like a little silver coming in in the sides. Like I think just like age really like suits him really well. Um, yeah. cause like, I think in the beginning he's just like, kind of looks a little comical. Um, yeah. but like now they really dialed in. He is just looking like, yeah. he's looking like a boss.
1: I mean, also yeah. with their, with their hair and their makeup in general, you can definitely, I mean, they definitely w- did the glow up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. They definitely were, especially Miranda, because this doesn't actually make sense with Miranda's character based on how frumped out she's been at times when she's busy. Like she Mm -hmm. plays into that have been like, I'm tired. I can't wear makeup. And this she's at peak tired peak in over her head. And yet she looks like so much more luxurious than she does at any other time, which is, which is, which is totally fine. Like you don't want to, I want
0: to share with you guys just the notes that I took so far. I'll hold it up. It just says Fergie. And then it says, "Big looks so much better." And then it just has the four main characters' names. So, <laughs> I was doing some really
1: diligent note taking during this during this Dude. one. Hey, one one shout out of uh, people that like fashion. One epic shout out um, is uh, Andre Leon Talley um, is at their Vogue shoot. Who's uh-huh. he was the editor at large at Vogue. Oh, wow. uh, oh. So that's the and guy.
2: That's the guy that's sitting there w- with her. I thought like, that was just like a look.
1: security guy there. I'm, I'm, pre- I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he. You're probably right. Went with the dresses, because she said it was a Vogue thing, and he just released a memoir. I mean, he's like <clears> an icon, <throat> but he released a memoir where he kind of trashes. Uh, what's her name? Patricia uh, uh, Field. No, um, uh, Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour. Anna- okay, and he's just like. And there was just a documentary out about him. We should watch it. But he's well, he's kind of like big fashion icon.
2: I'll also say that he is 72 years old. And this article from two days ago says he, says he's the new face of Ugg. He's, oh, he's wow. the new face of Ugg Boots now. That's cool. Look
0: at that. I did, that's that's pretty cool, especially uh, how attached I was to the old face of Ugg Boots.
1: <laughs> the old face of Ugg was was Tom Brady. Was it? Oh,
0: oh yeah. really? Yeah. I i didn't, oh, I didn't really know think, that i i'm not hmm. super dialed into my uh my UGG campaigns
1: yeah, yeah. Like, okay. so um, um that uh, uh this is something that we've talked about before and i th- feel like john could chime in because we have wedding planning what yeah. good did we, did we get through the <clears throat> did we get all the way through where we yeah. were yeah. at yeah. Yeah, yeah okay okay cool okay i was yeah. not sure we the, miss anything the um like once they decide to be together, you can say see this thread that they're about to lay down, which is totally true and totally is like they decide to be together, which is like a choice, which is essentially what marriage is when you like break it down, a commitment to one another. And the first thing that she does, which I think is like they both have issues with the way they look at the world and love. You could mm-hmm. both poke holes in them. Mm-hmm. But it seems like right after you decide to spend the rest of your life with a person, and then they're going to find a place and they're going to have a wedding like they're headed towards a lot of stress but it seems like opening a book of the f- most flowery expressions of written love of all time is like not the like that's you have to base that sort of stuff off your past not like i don't know you're you're engaged now and now you're going to like look at the most emotive thing that the mm. that beethoven ever wrote to mm-hmm. express what you want out of your partner. Mm-hmm. It's like even Beethoven I feel like would be like, yeah, I said that and also what, like we we fought too. I would like
0: to challenge you on that. Like what what do you suggest she does because she's also an author and this is also <laughs> the story that she needs to write is like she wrote about falling in love and now she needs to write
1: like what comes after it. And so I I would say this that as a writer, she's doing the right thing. And as a as a as a character or as a person, I feel like she's going to run into the problem that any human would run into, which is just like, uh, "Am I actually feeling love? Should this person be writing me bigger letters? Is he too romantic? Is he not romantic enough?" And I think that that is sort of maybe the trajectory they're going to go down, which is kind of well worn territory for them, mm-hmm. but it's like. Um, I I would just say like as far Dude, as real if she, life,
0: if she gets pissed that he doesn't write him write her enough love letters, but yet he is able to build her that walk-in closet. If she's upset about that, I will I will hate Carrie forever. I yeah. will I will actively hate her forever. She feels love through her material things and wanting a big closet. And yeah. that is what they gave her. If she all of a sudden course corrects and is like, I actually wanted a man to write me love notes this whole time. It's like, no, you didn't.
1: You never wanted that. You well, wanted this, a sugar daddy if, to, if to buy you a big the,
0: walk-in closet.
1: This isn't the end of an episode. But if we looked at it like the end of an episode, I would really hope that she sees the closet as the love letter. Because that is that is like a way that people show and express love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is like if, he, if
0: Big came to me and was like, hey, I really want to tell Carrie Bradshaw I love her, what should I do? Should I buy a moleskin journal and write her a love note that I leave in her lunch pail? Or should I build her like Fort Knox-style walk-in closet that's the largest thing in the world? I'd be like, yeah, the second. Do
2: that. Yeah. Do, yeah. do the walk-in closet. Yeah. yeah. It was... <clears throat> I, I think what you're saying about their... Uh... Her reading the letters is interesting, Kevin, because I also one thing that I wrote down, I mean, I, obviously, because we're watching a movie and we're like through the first third, they're just like building their like conflict. But like mm-hmm. even the way that Big asked her his proposal, it was like so for for as much like nonchalance that or for as much crap as Big gets for being nonchalant, it was interesting in that moment where he was just like, we could get married. Which mm. I will say, it, it to his character, it's kind of something where it's like he is sort of fine with things either way. Yeah. Um, always. But, well, maybe not always. He came around to just being like, I want to be with you. Mm. And it's, and it's however we can do it. But it did make me wonder uh, I couldn't help but wonder if they're like setting up this like red flag thing of him sort of just casually every dinner being like, you yeah, know, let's get married. And that's going to set off the romance flags for her. Mm. And then his whole thing, it's almost like, did he even want to? And no judgment on it, but he's just like, if it'll make you happy, let's do it. Expecting that it would be really low key, and now it's just like blowing it more and more up with her. And it's going to like, neither necessarily are wrong, but It's going to just like keep pulling them in opposite directions.
0: Yeah. I may have said said this before in in the past about relationships or engagement, but like if there's any surprise on either party when it comes to an engagement or a marriage, there's like, there's a lot of communication issues there. Like when, when, sorry, what were you going
2: to say? I thought of that exact thing that you have said multiple times. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about the podcast was on making hard decisions Mm -hmm. and it was, it was like an NPR thing of like how to make a tough decision. Mm. But one of the things they said is they were like, they were like a hard decision doesn't necessarily like there can be some decisions that are easy, but they are tough because of they have consequences. And one of the examples they gave is they were like marrying a partner often should be an easy decision. It's just hard because it will change your life totally. And they, mm. and they were and they were like, it. Yes, it's going to be hard because you might have to move in together. You might have to combine bank accounts. Like it will have consequences. But they yes. were like, but it may be a very easy decision to you because you're like, I love this person. I want to spend right. the rest of my life. With yeah. Them.
0: And it's like, yeah. yeah like, uh, I think if when someone's like, I had a conversation with someone about this not too long ago, and they're like, I really want to get married to this person. I'm not sure how they feel. And I'm just like, what? Like Mm. when Carrie was like, I I didn't know that marriage was a possibility. I'd always just assumed. It's like, what are you talking about then? (laughs) Like, what are you, what are you, what like marriage for me? Yeah. It was like, there was going to be changes. My life was going to lack a different, but like, it was a very easy decision. I knew with 100% certainty what Katie was going to say when I asked her to marry her. And it's like, if you don't have that sort of communication in your relationship, it's like, what? Where, what planet are is your head on right now yeah so I, I, don't know. I
1: feel I mean I don't feel great that you shared that conversation that we had John because <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> whatever you were just saying that yeah um no I think I think that I think that you're right and I also as someone who has been engaged and asked a girl to marry him. And then said, get the fuck out of my life, bitch. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> <We laughs> remember up. when you said that. That was that was a
2: hard discussion. <laughs> yeah. To be there um, for. To be there for. With that restaurant <laughs> full of 80 people when you yelled that out. That was yeah. tough to see. It was, it was no, tough.
1: But it was um before that, one thing I did get out of my life was this weird romantic obsession with like what of like the surprise element that it's like, yeah, something should be beautiful and a surprise that the, the emotional relational part is not why I think sometimes you watch movies, you see someone like get down on one knee and you're like, Oh, oh my mm-hmm. God. And they're, you're like, Oh my gosh, there was a surprise there. Yeah. But what you're seeing is, is two people hopefully that are in love and they're surprised because the expression of love and then, and then i processed that as like oh one person feels it and surprises the other person which is not what you're seeing you know what i mean you're yeah. you're i don't know if that makes sense but it's like i feel mm. like that changed after i did it and now this time i would be like i would go back and i would ask certain questions and be way more on the same page about certain things and on other things not worry as much you know yeah yeah mm. yeah 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 so um I feel like John. I feel like we'll have plenty more to talk about with the wedding because they're going to be planning the wedding, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like you have some cool stuff to talk about because you and Katie's biggest fights had to do with your wedding. <laughs> Are we, that, allowed to, I is, mean, we've talked, you know. No, that's not true. And,
0: and involving I, one of our one of our old guests, Harlan Alford.
1: Yes, yes the sewer.
2: Yeah. Um, I also did think about your wedding because <sighs> when big, big, and Carrie, you know, when she's growing the wedding out more and more. I think you and Katie are pretty level-headed people and level-headed friends. And you guys had a, it wasn't, you know, you weren't trying to get married to the New York public library, but like your reception was incredible. Thank you. And, And it was amazing. And, um, and I can imagine that I was like, it, one thing came to mind is I remember, um, somebody I used to work for who he was like, kind of like a mentor to all the people on the staff that I worked at. All these people were like getting, uh, engaged in stuff. And he was always like a marriage is not a wedding. Mm. And like, and I remember thinking about yours where I was like, these are two people that really love each other that are pretty level headed. And I can imagine it was stressful to plan such a big thing because it's like, you know, the three of us have planned live shows. Kevin and I've planned like pretty like massive shows together. And like you're mm. with your friend and you're excited about something, but like a wedding is essentially like planning a show and an event yeah. mm-hmm. that is also signifying, a relational and legal commitment to someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And and so then it's like, cool, let's throw all these things on top of it that is essentially a big party we're planning. And then it's like who are we going to cut from the list? Like that's got to be really stressful.
1: That's where that's that's where I think this is going this is a great it's a great idea for a movie because it's something that is like on one hand, Cinderella, you get to live through the the excesses of of what sex in the city is like the fantastical element. And also if you're going to see it, it's like everybody knows some of this stuff, like everyone, you know, that are going to see the movies. The shitty
0: thing they don't, that you don't think about with like when you're planning a wedding is the actual, when you come down to a guest list is like, there's, there's actually a line in which like Mm -hmm. you have to say like you, this person are invited, but you, this person are not invited. Yeah. And those people oftentimes know each other and it's you just have to be like yeah you d- you
1: didn't make the cut. Dude, like, I you know, was terrified. I was really nervous I wasn't going to be invited to yours cuz I oh, was get like out of here. I know, but, but in your head, you're just like, you defer to other people's guest list and you're just like, I I totally get it. Like, yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a lot easier
0: to understand and I'm not sure how far along the process you were, Kevin, if you've, if you've planned a wedding, I will never, ever get my feelings hurt ever again. If I'm not invited to a wedding, when I was like (laughs) single and like some of my friends were invited and I wasn't, I was like, oh man, I'm not Mm -hmm. that good of friends with the person. And it's like, no, they just like. Can't spend another $85 to have me, maybe $170 have me and a date come. And that's yeah. just the reality of it.
2: Or exactly the venue's full. And yeah. I was
0: the 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 152nd person. So totally, she, yeah. like, totally.
2: That's it. I was a late ad to a wedding recently for some people, and I filled in a a spot for a date. And then I got a text being like, Hey man, we're so happy to have you come. Um, we can't afford you to bring a date. They were yeah. like so and so, who's coming, is also single, and you guys can hang out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cool, great.
0: And it's like that's, but uh, but it makes sense. Yeah. What or I want to talk about real quick mm-hmm. before, um, yeah, I know we have to wrap this up, um, is Steve, Steve and Miranda.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that
0: cheating. Um, she she seems to be like like planting the flag pretty hard on on the hill, and it seems like everyone, including Charlotte, is like asking like telling her to maybe like step back and think about it a little bit more. I mean, Samantha's uh, like response was pretty obvious. Like everyone slips up. Everyone makes a mistake. It's just one time. Even Carrie and Charlotte were like, maybe like I was, I was shocked that Charlotte wasn't like immediate, like you need to get rid of him. Cause I think she would be someone who's like, if you are unfaithful a single time, then the entire entire marriage falls apart. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where like Carrie, she's kind of been in towed the line to that world a little bit, being on the other side of it. Uh, and you know, Samantha's I think she just thinks kind of sex is is what it is outside of a relationship. So I uh, mean I
1: don't know. What are your thoughts? Wait, can I uh, like what are what are your guys' thoughts on cheating? Like what what would it be like to I guess put ourselves in Steve's shoes and put ourselves in Miranda's shoes. I guess I'm a, I'm a guy. So I really, I'm going to relate more to Steve just as a character because I have the whole way through, you know? And I, I will say it, I knew it was coming. It, it was more sympathetic than I thought because he, he came to her and he did say like, I did this. I felt horrible. And then he did the thing that people argue, whether it's selfish or not, he did put that on her. Like, she's kind mm-hmm. of like, yeah, you did this. Cause you felt guilty, mm-hmm. but he is like, he is coming to her before, before she finds out to try and make it right. Mm-hmm. Which is synthetic. And then also I, I, I don't know if I would be able to be with someone who, I don't know if I'd be able to go through the work to repair that after that breach of trust, it would be really, really difficult for me.
2: I don't think the way that it plays out. I don't think I'd be able to like climb into bed with them the next night. Seemingly that they were doing that. That she was just like, he's like Miranda, it's still me. And it was like, whoa, I feel like you would at least be on the couch. Like you know, even without fixing yeah, the bold mayor, move for like, him
1: to go bed first. And be like, <laughs> like, like, hey, even, hey, hey, even hey, get time up, time. <laughs> dog. I was that like, hey, hey, buddy, move. you just cheated on your wife. Yeah, you go get Come a fucking S T D test before you get in that bed, you <laughs> fucking loser. Exactly. Oh my Maybe
2: gosh. I mean it's like you should go sleep under the bar at Scout for a couple nights. I think that like it's man, I don't know. Like I think we've all I think we all know people who've been in at least a dating relationship that have been cheated on or cheated with someone. I know marriage and, too.
1: I, and I know people that have well, gotten divorced and I know people that have worked
2: through it both. Cause I, I'm trying to think if I know that same thing, I know at least mm-hmm. dating, I, I think it's, I, I have never been in that position myself, but I would say that like, it's, this is like so tricky. I would say it's like never just black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't say that in You know, giving anyone a pass to be like, listen, it's complicated. Like, it's always a terrible thing. And I think that's the black and white thing is probably a thing where, like, they're all talking to Miranda where they're like, it's horrible, but he said it just happened. He's torn up about it. It seems like it was the not best case scenario of the worst case scenario, but it's like, it seems like it was like a physical thing. And I, I guess like without trying to excuse anything, I think what comes into play when you're married with a kid is like, there are consequences that you have to look at for both of you. And that's mm-hmm. like where they're at now where it's like, all right, like this means that you're, it's Steve already did a thing that's mm-hmm. gonna, that's gonna really affect the way things go. Now, looking forward How are you both going to try to repair? It's just like what you said, Kevin, of like, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of strength to try to repair something like that. I can't imagine it. I bet it's horrible.
0: I I think cheating is a symptom of oftentimes like a cause that is greater than than, Mm. like uh, sexual infidelity. Um, Mm. And so, like,
1: I'm John. I always have the wisest take that. (laughs) is probably correct and i didn't even think about it that's me you said that and i was like oh fuck he, he's actually in a healthy relationship i'm just like if a girl cheats she's fucking out and then i just move move never get emotionally deeper to the next
0: person <laughs> sorry no, but i ahead. think i think it's just like it, it like like cory said it's like it's worth examining like i can say and granted this has never happened to me and i hope it never does i don't think it will but there are things that would hurt me and cut me deeper in my relationship if Katie did that than cheating on me. Like, mm-hmm. it, like if she was like uh, emotionally with someone else or like did things that like that we connected on more with someone else, that would hurt me at a deeper level than if she cheated on me. I think it's a scale that might be different from from other people. But I would then want to know like... What, what is it about our relationship that made you feel like mm. you had to do that? For Steve's case, they haven't had sex in six months. Steve is a very sexual person. He needs that. Like, and, and so if that happened in my relationship, I would say, like, where did this trust like break down? Where did the relationship break down? And can we fix that? And if we can, then we can also fix the symptoms of that. But I don't think you start at like, can I forgive Steve from cheating? I think you have to say like, is this someone I can be in a relationship where I can have sex with them for more than six months at a time? Because that is what like we need for this relationship to be healthy. Does that make sense? That, yeah, that
2: makes sense. I think you see it though. The symptom thing, I think what you're saying is really interesting because when Steve is like, let's you know flip over and do a different position or whatever, and Miranda's like, let's just get it over with. You Mm. see that it's not just a physical symptom, like that actually like hurts him to where he's like, just get it over with. I mean,
0: Miranda, like it. It seems in the first part of this, Miranda has contempt for Steve, which is like the most uh, like destructive thing in a relationship. And Mm. so it's like, why do you, why do you contempt? Like, why are you going to get annoyed when I have when I tell you you have milk on your face? Mm -hmm. Why? But maybe it's because Steve criticizes her all the time. I don't know.
2: There's stuff they got to work out. One quick Uh, thing. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. Well, the one thing that.
1: I was I was going to look and I, I looked, this is on the family studies and it shows, or it's uh, some, the infidelity studies and it shows um, that basically it escalates for men and women. Women cheat more than men, 18 to 29, and then men more 30 to 39. They kind of rise together, men a little bit more, 40 to 49, but it seems like, um, it just says that. Men cheat uh, like 3% more, but it does. It doesn't. It seems about like the same trajectory, except for later in life, women cheat less. But just f- once you get to like 50 to 59, men kind of like skyrocket, which is interesting <laughs> because that is like, I don't know. It's just interesting. So men cheat more than women is is what the main thing is. Um, there, there, there's a. Uh,
2: that's, that's, that's interesting. That's
0: very unsurprising.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought. <laughs> I th- I thought there'd be something yeah. more shocking there, but I think, I mean, I do think you're right that this probably plays directly into Steve's insecurities and Miranda's. I mean, it's like, you could probably see this coming from their first few nights together that down the line, they would have a thing where like Steve wants to watch the game and cuddle with her. And she's like, I want to go to bed, you yeah. know, like that's mm-hmm. the same thing. And that actually he's not just horny. Like that is the way that he expresses love and yeah. connects and feels safe and feels, you know, comfort, comforted in his relationship. I wonder going forward, if we're going to learn anything about who this person is. We know who what it is. Situa- it's Harry. It's Harry.
2: <laughs> we discussed this already, Kevin. We know like that's what's going to happen when we go back and watch this movie.
0: Yeah. It's going to
2: be, uh, yeah, dude, so, Harry's, we got to I mean, wrap it
0: up. What's Corey, you had, you had one more thing you wanted to, to, interject uh, this here. This is
2: like a, this is the thing. I want to watch there, more movie. Yeah, we got to watch more movie. There's a relationship therapist named Esther Perel, who's like very popular. And she did a whole thing on infidelity. And mm. she, she talks about like what you're saying. It's a symptom of a bigger problem. And she was like, divorce. There's a quote from her. Divorce happens now because we are unhappy, but we, but because no divorce happens now, not because we're unhappy. But because we could be happier, mm. and then and so then she says, and when she's talking, Which just about, gets
0: just gets super pumped up by social media.
2: Completely. It's like
0: it's like oh you're you're lonely. Yeah, yeah. just go ahead and oh turn, on turn on that Instagram, turn on that TikTok. It's like, like
2: look how much better your life, like quote unquote, could be. Yep. And then she talks about when she she says when she's counseling uh, couples where there's a where there's an affair. She's like we will have many relationships over the course of our lives, love relationships. And she said, some of this will have, some of us will have them with the same person. And so she basically tells people like your relationship with this person is over now. Do you want to start a new one with them or not? And it's like Miranda and Steve, like that's That's like
0: super interesting. That shit's deep.
2: That's like, it's done now do they want to continue to go on huh. and have the next one with each other or does he want to continue with harry that's the real question that's
0: well i guess we'll find out in the yes, next in the next uh episode here
2: well hey y'all thanks for listening we're a third of the way through the movie we're going to come back next week and you'll hear what we think about the rest of the movie that but we're really going to
0: watch right as now as it's really going to be 30 seconds later so we're going to continue <laughs> right right back exactly. in, this, in this vibe yeah, Corey, are you just, gonna pop? Are you gonna pop your wine for this one or the next one? Let's do the next one.
2: Let's do the next one. Let's right. the I next think
0: Katie one. wants to come in on on the finale part too. Cool. Absolutely, we're gonna have
2: Katie. Come Absolutely, up. okay. All right, awesome. Uh, check out our Patreon. Love you. Thanks for listening. Lare we're gonna watch rest of this movie. Bye. Later, taters.
0: Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at TheBradshawBoys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.